This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Thanks, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you. By the way, Happy New Year if you weren't with us yesterday. I'd uh, love to hear from you. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of our program. Don't forget, we started a new segment last night on Hannity. Probably for the first couple of days, we'll, we'll put on maybe callers that you recognize on this radio show. But uh, for people that want to be on TV and, and have their big moment, grade me at the end of any show. We call it Last Call, and you just call this number. Uh, eight hundred nine four one Sean, and say I want to I want a great Hannity tonight on TV, and tell him he's awful. Uh, we will put people on that that don't like the show. We're not we're not going to be screening out the first couple of days. We need to get it up and going and started, and let people know what's going on here. Let, let me let me start with, uh, yes, I've watched all the you know of the Adam Schiff show today. You know, I the the thing that's frustrating to me is that I saw this coming in late November. I saw this coming in December. I wrote the people that I knew would be involved in this in this event that we're struggling through to, to get a speaker. And I tried to encourage them to get in a room, to check their egos at the door, check their phones at the door so they can't be recording people. You got to worry everybody's recording everything today. And to try and work this thing out. And so far, we haven't made any progress. Five votes, pretty much the same, the same amount of votes going to Kevin McCarthy, 202, 203, 204, whatever it happens to be. And I guess my frustration here is um, it's, it's not great, but it's, it's not big. It's not large, is that all of it was preventable and all of it was unnecessary and knowing that this all was coming, I was urging people to resolve it privately. It's sort of like if you have a family problem, you don't want to bring your family problems into your work environment on any given day. There's certain things that are just for family only, and, and you deal with it behind closed doors, and hopefully you resolve it. And eventually this is going to get resolved. And the reason I feel that way is the reason I know it's going to be that way is because the agenda is the agenda that is not going to change. The investigations that we have all spoken about are going to go forward. It would be nice if it was sooner rather than later and we don't have to go through another 5, 15, 20 votes or whatever it's going to take to finally get a Speaker of the House. Um I'm I'm not taking it personally that there are there are people that have, you know, this this angst or position against Kevin McCarthy. Um, the only thing I'm urging them to look at is the agenda. 
you know, remember, anybody that's elected, they're supposed to be public servants. They promise people during elections that they're going to accomplish A, B, C, D, E, and F. They tell people where their positions are on important issues of the day, and then they get voted into office, and they are expected, if they're going to be good public servants, to follow through on the promises that they make. It's really that simple. And, and principles that guide their decision-making. That, that all comes into the process. And I know, regardless of how this ends, and I, I can't predict that today, regardless of how that ends, it won't change the outcome of what Republicans are going to do. There's going to be Jim Jordan investigating on the Judiciary Committee. Whether or not our FBI has been politicized, I believe it has. I believe they put their thumb on the scale yet again in 2020 like they did in 2016. And I believe this time it was about, you know, they had had the, the Hunter Biden laptop since 2019. And then you have a guy that whose college thesis in 2016 was all about Donald Trump colluding with Russia uh, to win the 2016 election that never happened, that's been totally debunked, leading an effort of the FBI to have weekly meetings with every big tech company to tell them that they're going to be victims. They're likely to be victims of disinformation campaigns from countries like Russia and China and et cetera, et cetera. And according to the site integrity head at the time at Twitter, this guy by the name of Mr. Roth, uh, he said, yeah, they might, they might be trying to peddle information about Hunter Biden, for example. Well, the FBI knew all about Hunter Biden. And they could have easily authenticated in, what, 30 days? Is that enough? 60 days? 90 days? They had this laptop in December of 2019. Um, and then the New York Post publishes its story. And then none of these companies would allow that story to be disseminated. And in large part, I would argue, because the FBI, also they paid Twitter $3.5 million. I couldn't believe that when I read that on foxnews.com. Um, but they put the thumb on the scale. By, by intimidating big tech into being on the lookout for something that they knew was likely to come out but was not disinformation and they should have known was not disinformation. Just like in 2016, they used the dirty dossier. They were warned not to use even by Bruce Orr in August of 2016. And they offered, then they had FBI agents fly out to meet Christopher Steele. They offered him a uh, million dollars if he could authenticate the the dirty Hillary Clinton bought and paid for Russian dossier and he couldn't corroborate it. He never got his million dollars. But by the end of October, as Andrew McCabe, former deputy FBI director, said without the dossier, they wouldn't have been able to get the FISA warrants. Well, they used it as the bulk of information and they basically they they affirmed it to be true. You know, it's it's it says at the top of a FISA warrant verified it's unverifiable because it was debunked and they did it even after they met Christopher Steele's source in early January of 2017. They still use the dirty dossier after the source for Christopher Steele confirmed that, in fact, none of the dossier was true. So we need this investigation. So the agenda is going to be the agenda. That investigation is going to take place. Also, whether or not the DOJ is being weaponized and whether or not they're protecting, you know, Democrats like Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden and the Biden syndicate uh, and only going after conservatives, Republicans, et cetera. Uh, and I think that that is going to be a very revealing investigation.
uh, as I believe Jim Comer's investigation into the Biden family syndicate is going to bear a lot of fruit because uh, we now know that Joe Biden lied to the country when he said he never once spoke to Hunter, not one time, about his foreign business dealings. In fact, we have photographic evidence of Hunter, his foreign business partners, and Pops, Joe Biden. And we have meetings that have been chronicled as well between Hunter, Hunter's foreign business partners, and Joe Biden. Well, that's the opposite of what Joe Biden said. But it kind of makes sense when Joe Biden leveraged a billion dollars to uh, to get a prosecutor in Ukraine fired, who turns out was investigating his son who was being paid millions with zero experience. So all this is all these things are going to happen. Republicans are going to deal with no bail laws. They're going to deal with the issue of refunding the police. They're going to deal with the issue of wide open Biden borders. They're going to deal with issues of fiscal responsibility and the hiring of 87,000 IRS agents to give you the Hannity treatment. Um, They're going to deal with all of these issues. So in the end, we're going to get there. In the end, I don't I don't know any Republican that disagrees with the agenda. The hard part for me is and, you know, I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm trying to trying to understand here. If you don't like Kevin McCarthy and it's personal, okay, I can understand that. That happens a lot. But in terms of where Kevin McCarthy is, his agenda, he's boxed in. His agenda is the commitments for America that he put together and ran on that got the Republicans the House majority. He has already said publicly all the investigations, including the origins of COVID, the disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan, all of these things are going to be investigated. Now, if in fact he breaks his promise, you have something that is called a motion to vacate that he agreed to with a threshold of only five Republicans needed to trigger that motion to vacate. And then they can make the argument that he's, he, they have a no confidence vote in Kevin McCarthy. So, you know, McCarthy, by the way, says he could still win the speaker's race. Uh, you know, we're now all headed to what vote. We on vote five or six. I don't know at this point. Um, but anyway, so, you know, there, the, the only thing I can't tolerate is our, our Republicans saying that they would in fact be happy or be more want, would prefer Hakeem Jeffries over Kevin McCarthy. That's just something that they can't even be, you know, comprehended on any level. Um, and then you got Democrats, they are, they're reveling in this, they're enjoying this. And frankly, they should politically speaking, if it was happening to to them, I would be doing the same exact thing. And things like AOC suggesting bipartisan power sharing arrangements could break the speak. Yeah, we don't want that. Uh, President Trump has now weighed in. He strongly uh, backs McCarthy. You know, I mean, the people supporting McCarthy are hardly left wingers. You know, Marjorie Taylor Greene is hardly a left winger. If you if you're looking for, for conservatives that are on board for Kevin McCarthy, um, Jim Jordan is hardly a left winger. James Comer is hardly a left winger. You know, if you look even at the Freedom Caucus, Freedom Caucus has been treated better by Kevin McCarthy by the last five speakers of the House combined, even 
before the Freedom Caucus was formed, it was about 40 members, more than half of the Freedom Caucus is supporting McCarthy. But again, it's, it's not like Kevin McCarthy or anybody that gets that position is going to have any power or any ability to deviate at all whatsoever from what the agenda is that is not going to change. That part I can tell you, and that's where I put my confidence. Now President Trump is weighed in. Don Jr. is weighed in. Uh, these are solid uh, America first, make America great again conservatives. I will say this. A lot of people are comparing McCarthy to Mitch McConnell and these Republicans in the Senate that went along with this insane omnibus bill. I, I don't see that comparison. But it doesn't. It, in the end, it doesn't matter. With a motion to vacate in place, with the agenda set, there won't be any deviation regardless of how this vote ends up. That's where you should put your confidence in. You can be frustrated at how long it's taking. You can be frustrated that, you know, people can't put their egos aside. But you got over 200 other Republicans that do support the guy. He has the overwhelming majority. Now, when I ask people, what do you want? They never seem to be able to give me an answer. At one point, they wanted the motion to vacate. Just a few days ago, Kevin McCarthy said, fine, I'll give you the motion to vacate. Are you happy now? Then the bar got raised again. I, I know because I was in touch with a lot of people prior to January 3rd, prior to yesterday. So, you know, we're going to see what happens. But the anti-McCarthy defectors, you're talking about 20 people here. And they're holding up a lot of progress where we can be making. I think Republicans will have patience to a point. But at some point, they're going to want results. At some point, they're going to demand results, and I don't blame them, not even a little bit.